That's right, we're live for the next two hours. Welcome, everyone. Great to have you here. I'm excited. Hopefully, you guys are as well because we're heading out onto the mission field. Now, the mission field, you can reach it even in your own home because on Omegle, there are people that you can reach from across the world. They might be in the middle of the Himalayas. They could be across the road from you. They could be anywhere. And what a privilege we have to try and share the gospel with them today. You guys get to be that fly on the wall as we do that. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm interested to see who God allows us to reach today. We have an awesome team here. As you can see, their smiling faces on the sidebar. You're going to see them in full detail now as they say hi to you. So it's a hello from Ryan. Hey, from Beck. Hello from Paul. Oh, whoops, I shouldn't be writing messages to Harmony. I should be saying hi from Glenn. <laughs> hey, from Abraham. Hey, from Wasim. Hello, from Zach. Hey, from Julia. Greetings in Christ from Carissa, who popped in for a moment, and greetings in Christ from Harmony. Yeah, what an epic team we have, and hopefully more laborers will turn up even as the day goes on. Today, we are having a two-hour stream, and so we're going to be having a Meagle chat, so we're going to be having question time, and also a Kahoot game at the end. But what's different about today's stream, you might say? It's, it's something different, because we call it team training. Look at that. That was a close-up view of Paul there on the side, as you can see, <laughs> and... Harmony's getting excited. Yes, team training is where we pair up as a team with each other and listen into each other's conversations as we have them on Amigle today and then give feedback, encouragement, and then swap over and the other person then has a conversation. So it's going to be lots of fun today. Now, I haven't told the person who I'm going to be pairing with today. Here we go, moment of truth. Today, I want to pair with Wasim on the stream today. I'm looking forward to, uh, which will be great fun. But we need God's help with all of this because we're unworthy servants and we can do nothing without him. So let's pray to begin. Glenn, could you pray, pray for us, please? My pleasure. Father, thank you so much for another day of your patience, Lord, that you're holding back when you shouldn't. <laughs> You're holding back your justice. And Lord, I just pray that we would make the most of this couple of hours uh, to proclaim your gospel. Lord, thank you for the opportunity that we'll have to be pairing up with each other and giving each other feedback because we, we want to work those kinks out of ourselves, Lord, and, and, and have our blind spots identified so that we can just be um, better servants of you, Lord, and, and be faithfully ministering the truths that are in your Bible, Lord. And so, in that statement, Lord, I just cry out to you. We cry out to you for help as we do this, acknowledging our weakness and, and relying on your strength. Please bring glory to yourself through these chats we have today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Glenn. 
All right, the team is going to now be assigned by Beck into their respective breakout rooms, and you're going to see them come back a bit later on as we do the Bible trivia game at the end. Let's get into question time. And welcome to everyone who's in the chat. Good to see you all there. Uh, if you haven't said hi yet in the chat, please make sure you do. Um, hopefully you guys are having a lovely either Saturday or it might be Friday evening where you are. Now we're seeing it, it's coming up to 4th of July in the States, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Do you do anything special for that usually? Not really. Um, yeah, not really. I, I mean, sometimes we'll do some fireworks, but... Yeah. Is it like all the time, just like people lighting up firecrackers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just, I, I mean, I have a window right here, so I just look up and sometimes just see some lights. It's, you know, I got my own show. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Apparently, tomorrow is Canada Day, uh, the 1st of July. Well, it's already the 1st of July where I am, but in Canada, it'll be that tomorrow. And so, if any Canadians around, happy Canada Day. Let's see who got the throne today. Uh, this one. Okay, we're seeing. Can you check to see who got the throne? Yeah, it seems it says it's over Dragon who got the throne, which is I don't know if this this person's got the throne before. I know Venus has been on a streak recently, so it's pretty interesting. That's well, anyways, yeah. Well, his uh, their question is, what's a saint? Yeah, it's not the Roman Catholic view where it's like certain people who've done miracles, they're saints. No, that's not the biblical definition. Anyone who's a Christian is a saint. A saint simply means you've been set apart, you've been declared holy and righteous, and you have if you believe in Jesus. You believe that he died for your sin, you're declared righteous and holy, you're set apart, and so you're a saint from the moment you believe. And they also asked, could you show me some motivational quotes to help live for God and not the earth? Hmm. Okay. Well, the Bible does instruct us in Colossians 3, verse, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, it says, Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Why? For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you'll also appear with him in glory. Just remember, everything on this earth is temporary. You came into this world with nothing, you'll leave this world with nothing. And so, if our main aim is just to store up our treasures here, we're going to leave them all behind. Have you noticed how funeral vehicles never have a trailer behind them pulling all the person's stuff? Because there's no point burying the treasures with the person. There's no point being the richest person in the graveyard because you can't take any of it with you. And so help that motivate you then to say, well, how can I store up my treasures there? And you saw your treasures up in heaven by seeking to live the way God wants you to, sharing the gospel, Growing in your faith, obeying God's commandments. All right. Next question from Salty. What does 1 John 5, verse 16 and 17 mean? How can there be a sin that does not lead to death? Uh, particularly when Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. Is this the difference between a mortal sin versus venial sin that Catholicism teaches? Well, great question. This is where I think Catholics, they base their idea of mortal sins on, but they're misreading the verse. Let's read it together. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask 
and God will give him life to those who commit sins that do not lead to death. There is sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. So, death. What's it talking about? Literal death. You dying. Not talking about spiritual death here. Literal death. You will physically die if you do certain sins. For example, abusing the Lord's Supper. Dead. In 1 Corinthians 11, it says God had killed some of them for that. Ananias and Sapphira died for lying about how much money they gave to the church. Drunk driving, drug use, all those sort of things can easily kill you. And so if someone has already committed a sin that's killed them, he's saying no need to pray for that person. They're dead already. But if someone is committing a sin, you see your brother committing a sin that hasn't physically killed them, pray for them. Pray that God would get them out of the state that they're in. So it's not talking about losing your salvation or losing your state of grace, which the Roman Catholic Church teaches. It's talking about how certain sins will kill you physically and other sins won't. And just to back on, um, to, to go on top of that, so if so, if a sin does lead you to death, does that mean like, oh, you shouldn't pray for them because like they're going to hell or no? I just think it means not necessarily that they've gone to hell because believers can be killed by God for sins that they might do. But it just means if someone's already gone into eternity, your prayers don't help them because they've already, either they've already gone to hell or they've already gone to heaven where they're sin-free anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, question four from Venus. No, I hey, think Ryan, that one's I... marked off. Those oh, two okay. marked off is done already. Okay, um, then the next question is from Austin. If a guy says, if a guy that says he's a girl and that his pronouns are, um, are she slash her, do we have to be polite and call them by their pronouns or what they really are? We don't want to give endorsement to someone to say, hey, yeah, I agree that you are what you claim to be if they're definitely not. Because God made them as male and female. And so we shouldn't call male female and female male. So what you could do, instead of actually necessarily using their pronouns or any pronoun, you can just refer to their name. Now, if they've changed their name as well to like the opposite gendered name, just refer to maybe the first letter of that name like as like a nickname that you've given to them rather than giving endorsement to something you're like, yeah, that's not actually your name. Um, and if, if, if you feel uncomfortable doing that, just call a mate or friend or something like that. Okay, next question. Christ is in me. Where did the people who died in the Old Testament go? Did Abraham go straight to heaven after he died? Is it true that Jesus went to hell and took people out of it after he died? Bible doesn't say that he, Jesus, when he was in hell, was taking people out. That is not a biblical um, thing. People are mis misinterpreting when it says he led a host of captives. That's not talking about people who were in hell that he's taking out of hell. Because if you go to hell, Jesus said there's a great big chasm between heaven and hell. No one can pass between those two places. So instead... Um, where did people go who died in the Old Testament? Heaven or hell? Uh, their soul went to heaven or hell. Their body, obviously, your body's not resurrected until Judgment Day. And Abraham's bosom, which is what Jesus refers to, or Abraham's side, that's just another name 
to say heaven. It's not a different place. Think of Elijah. Where did, where did Elijah get taken up to? He was taken up in a chariot up to heaven. And that's where believers go, even the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. Okay, next question from Bones. Can we view Titus 3, verse 5 and 7, 5 through 7, the same way as we view Ephesians 2, 8 and 9? That were saved by grace through faith in Jesus that he died for our sins. Yeah, Titus 3, 5 is a beautiful verse. It's another one you should memorize. If you memorize Ephesians 2, 8, 9, Titus 3, 5 is a good one too. He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Beautiful verse. Yep. And next question from Sir Fool. How tall were people back then, like Noah, Adam, and Jesus? How tall were people back then? So it doesn't give their heights. We only know that Goliath, I think he was about almost nine feet tall, but it doesn't give the heights of Noah, Adam, or Jesus Christ. Which means if we don't know the height of Jesus, we don't even know what he looks like, we don't know his facial structure, his hair color, anything like that, then it's best not to have big pictures of Jesus on your wall where you're thinking, oh, this is Jesus. That's often what happens in like Orthodox churches. They've got a big picture of Jesus. They go up to it and they kiss it and pray it. But you don't even know what Jesus really looks like. Yeah, next question also from Sir Fool. Is lucid dreaming against God? So lucid dreaming simply being being aware that you're dreaming well i don't see how that would be sinful just being aware that you are dreaming okay zax asks is alan parr a good teacher in your opinion i've only listened to a few of his videos and in the few that i have seen they were pretty decent uh, but i can't give a full opinion because i haven't seen extensively of what he said Prices in me asked, why does the father tell Jesus, today I have begotten you? How can we, how can he beget him at a certain point of time if he already exists eternally? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, John 3, 16, like in the King James is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, what does begotten mean? People don't really know what that means. So thankfully, our modern translations say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Right, so God giving his only son that he has. Now, what does it mean the Father says to Jesus, today I've begotten you? I think I, I would have to do a bit further research on this and check the surrounding context. But it's that the Father has eternally begotten the Son, it, it seems to imply that the son has that role from eternity past. Now, they, now some sometimes theologians have discussions on like the roles of the Trinity. Were they always the same roles? Like, was the father always the father, son always the son, or did they do, kind of get those roles at some stage? And this can, I, I think. Sometimes it's talking about things we don't really know because the Bible doesn't go in de detail about it. Um, but I'd have to do further research of the context of that verse to see what it's talking about. But it's talking about how 
if the father begets the son, it's talking about, I think, another example of the father having greater authority than over the son, but yet still being equally God, father and son and Holy Spirit. Colso asked, is it a sin if you sin in a lucid dream? I had one and I was wondering if it still counts as a sin. Yeah, I would say if you wake up and you know, oh, I've had some bad dreams, confess it to God. Do that. And don't let that be an excuse for you to sin then also in your awake times. Oftentimes that can be a way that your body tempts you to sin. You dreamt something that wasn't good and from that, you use that memory of that dream to sin later in your day, and that ain't good. Hank said, can a mentally disabled person who cannot understand the gospel be saved? Well, I would say this, that the God, that God doesn't specifically say where a person like that goes when they die, but just like infants who die, it doesn't say anywhere in Scripture that every infant who dies goes to heaven. You're going to hear some people say that, but the reason why they say it usually is not because they have a clear passage in the Bible that definitively says all babies who die. They'll try and make allusions from this one particular baby, but that doesn't make a general rule anyway for all babies that die. Even amongst reform circles, um, they have a mixed opinion. Some people would say it's only children of believers who die go to heaven and unbelievers' children don't. And But I would say if God hasn't told us, he doesn't told us, that certain answer to that question and that's okay we don't need to know at the same time we need to remember that no one's an innocent person some people think oh look everyone's innocent naturally no we're all guilty we all have original sin which is why we all need jesus christ and so even if someone is mentally disabled don't just say well i'm not going to bother share the gospel with them try and share the gospel with them i've spoken to mentally disabled people myself and they've been able to come to understand the gospel for themselves so don't give up hope Pray for them, share the gospel with them, and then leave them in God's very capable hands. Okay, next question from Zach. Um, <clears throat> Christians can drink alcohol, but most people in the world drink to get drunk or buzz. So, how does a Christian drink when? Um, how does a Christian drink, and why would one drink to get a small buzz or what? In yeah, yeah. So. You can drink alcohol just like Jesus did. He drank alcohol, but not get drunk. Why would someone do it? Just like, why would you drink soda? You're like, well, because I like to taste. It makes you feel a little bit good drinking soda, you know? Right. And so that's not sinful because it's not making you become not sober-minded. And that's the same thing. Someone can drink alcohol if they're the legal age in moderation and not be sinning because they maybe like the taste. Um, or they like the feeling they get from it. Just they like can get a nice feeling from having a you know, vanilla milkshake. Fair, fair enough. TNT asked, do you think there's an importance in knowing Koine Greek and church history pre-Reformation? I think there can be some benefit of knowing Koine Greek, but I think there's far more benefit if you just learn your Bible. If you just learn your Bible, memorize scripture, get books of the Bible memorized, not just verses, not just chapters, entire books of the Bible memorized, you're going to find that even more helpful in your own spiritual walk, but also in chatting to people and sharing the gospel. Because 
our English translations are already so reliable. You can know that our English translations, the ones that are literal, have done such a good job with that. And there's tools on hand that can easily just be like, okay, I can look at the original word if I want to, just pull it up on your phone and you can know that. But what's probably more spiritual benefit? Getting to know your Bible better, better by even memorizing it. The squad said, what do you think about modesty? Yeah, modesty is important. That we should not be dressing in a way that's going to cause anyone else to stumble. Jesus said, it'd be better if a, a millstone was tied around your neck and you were drowned in the sea than if you would cause a fellow believer to sin. Mike Rob's son said, I heard on TikTok that the resurrection is what saves us because his resurrection shows that we will be risen and see heaven. Well, it's not the resurrection that saves us. It's his death on the cross. The Bible is clear that we're justified by his blood. His blood, sec his blood shed for us, death on the cross. What the resurrection is, is the receipt. So the, so the death of Jesus was the payment for our sins. The resurrection, you could say, is the receipt from the Father to say, hey, I have accepted the sacrifice of Jesus on your behalf. I'm going to ask this one to you, Wasim. Do you have to spread the gospel? Um, should you spread the gospel? Yes. You have to, to go to heaven? No. Because, um, especially or in the book of Romans, for example, Paul says that the free gift of God is eternal life, or pretty much saying that heaven is a free gift. So if it's a free gift, um, it's like if I say, here's, here's $20 as a free gift, but you have to wash my car to get it. Is $20 a gift? No. So same thing. If, if we have to spread the gospel to get the free, the free gift of heaven, is having a free gift anymore? No. So Bible isn't going to lie. If it says a free gift, then spreading the gospel can't be necessary. You just receive the gift by having faith that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Good, good answer, man. And the next question, um, why did Jesus talk to the people in parables? So they wouldn't understand the truth. That's why he said that seeing they may not see, hearing they may not understand. It was to hide truth. Now, for those whom he explained the meaning of the parables to, like the disciples, it was to explain truth. But for those for whom he did not explain the meaning, it was to hide truth. Next question. So there's no point in praying for the dead. Why then do we do it? I don't think we do. I don't think I've prayed for a dead person because... There's no need. You don't see the Bible speaking about um, praying for those who have already died. If they've already died, they're already in either heaven or hell. Yeah, I've even asked this question to my mom because sometimes they, in the Orthodox Church, they would even have like a whole events where it's like, let's like this person's just passed away. Let's like pray for them or something. I'm like, so why do you pray for them if they're already decided? And she didn't really have a good answer. She was like, you know, maybe pray for their like their families. You know, they're but it's like, but no, you pray for them. So why do you pray for them? And there's not really good reason, at least from what she told me. Maybe another Orthodox would know but um, why they would do, but it seems like they don't really need, they don't know. I don't know. Just kind of do it for no reason. Mm. But, but yeah, the next question is watching secular movies or like TV shows and listening to secular music a sin? Not, not inherently, but they can become sinful if you are getting tempted by them. That wouldn't then don't watch those things the mo the movies that have bad content or the music that has swearing or bad themes don't listen to that be on guard 
when I, uh, from Ariana, when I was a kid, I told my dad that I didn't believe in God. I'm a believer now. So can I still be saved if I ask God for forgiveness already? Yeah. If you trust that Christ paid for your sin, it doesn't matter if you hated God, if you mocked him in the past, your sins are forgiven now, if you're trusting in him, but not by asking for forgiveness. Ariana, if you think that you get forgiven by asking for it, you're trusting in your own actions to get you to heaven rather than trusting in what Jesus did to save you. So realize that the way that your sins are forgiven is by believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sin. Jordan Love said, how can Jesus be God's son and God himself? Yeah, because they're talk one is talking about his role, one is talking about his being. Jesus, who is he? He's the son of God. But what is Jesus? What is he made of? Well, he's God. He's fully divine, all-powerful, all-knowing. Just like I am Ryan, that's who I am. But I'm also a human being. How can I be Ryan and a human being at the same time? Can I be? Yeah, because they're different categories. One is talking about what I am, and the other is talking about who I am. And that's the same thing with Jesus. Noah asks, should we literally fear God? If you're an unbeliever, yes, you should be terrified of God. If you're a believer, you don't have to fear his judgment, but you should still fear him in the sense of, I don't want to, I don't want God to be displeased by me for what I've done. And that should motivate you also to then not sin against him. So not as, oh no, I'm going to go to hell, because if you're trusting in Jesus, you can't go to hell. But as a, oh, I don't want to grieve the God who's been so kind to save me. And Mia asked, what's original sin? I think I have an idea of it, but I just want clarification. Yeah, original sin is the idea that when Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, his sin was transferred over to you because you are a descendant. So not only was Adam guilty, but we're all guilty for his sin in that garden. He acted as your representative. Now, that concept of representation is a picture of the gospel. That just like because of Adam's sin, you became guilty. So because of your sin, Christ was treated as if he was guilty on that cross, bearing our sins in, in our place, which is an amazing thing. And the last question from TNT, is there an importance to knowing church history? I think there can be some value to that. But so many people elevate knowing church history as more important than the Bible, which I don't think is useful. I think knowing some parts and just knowing how, like, you know how Roman Catholics, they say, look, oh, look, I listen to the church fathers. I'll say which ones. They all contradicted each other. They all say different things. So which church fathers are you going to listen to? And on which points, even if you've got ones that you select, they still have some disagreements with others of church fathers that you also accept. So if only you would have a perfectly consistent account that we could just read and believe of what is God's truth. We do. It's called the Bible, which is therefore the thing we check everything with rather than with a church father. So it can only be, it's, it can be somewhat useful, but nowhere near as useful to knowing your Bible. Hey, Wasim, are you ready for some scissors, paper, rock? Ready. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Okay, so in the chat, I want you guys to now guess um, who is going to win this. Scissors, paper, rock, or rock, paper, scissors, if you're from North America. Okay, so it's either Wasim 
Wasim or Ryan? That's the two contestants today. Are you ready, Wasim? Yeah, I'm going to pick Rock. Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me what you're going to pick. You know, I just realized normally if I was playing with anyone else, I could just lie about that. But now that I'm actually thinking about it, that's a lie, and I actually can't do that anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> Was that your strategy? Before? That's like a strategy. Like, you know, they like say to mess with your head, and then like, you know. Wow, interesting. But that's, that now brings the question, is that actually wrong to do, or is it just for the sake of game, it's okay to lie in that scenario? I would say that would be a lie, because I was thinking you are going to put actually put rock. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. <laughs> I, say, I won't do that anymore. All okay. right. And is it on shoot? Like, is uh, on... Usually, I scissors, paper, rock. So do it on rock, like the third okay. option. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Scissors, scissors paper, paper, rock. rock. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, paper covers rock, which means I'll go first. <laughs> okay, so in the chat, I think most said Ryan. You guys got it. Let's get into some chats, and you guys can cheer us on and be praying for the people that we witness to. Here we go. Let's go into Amigo. 39,000 people online. That's a lovely shot there. Anyone want to try and guess what mountain that is? We're seeing, do you want to try guess, man? Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. It is in Asia, though. You're right. It is in Asia. I'll give you a hint if, if oh. you're not getting. Oh, you're going. Sinai? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, it's in Japan. Does that help? No. Mount Fuji. Have, did you guys have a brand in America called like Fil Fuji Film? Um, I don't know. No, we had that in Australia, and I think it's based on like people taking photos of Mount Fuji. Mm. All right, Lord, I do pray that you would save this next person. Thank you for the opportunity we have to witness. May this person be open-hearted. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Steve says, yes, Fujifilm. And a couple of you said this Fuji water. Ah, there you go. That's true. I've seen that as well. Let's go. Hey. Platypus! You're right. Here he He's my sidekick. And I've got a question for you, if you don't mind. What do you think happens? Oh my gosh! What do you think happens to us after we die? I think this is wait. Yeah. Yeah. We're so heaven or hell? We're right? not. We're not like that kind of Christian though. She's gay. Yeah. Okay. So, mm -hmm. um, would you say that you guys have been good people though? Um, considering that we get into heaven. Well, I don't think that it gay really matters. Do you think gay matters? I don't think I'm a well. I think good what matters person. is everything about it. So I'll give you an example. Um, God says we shouldn't lie. Have you guys ever lied before? Um. Yeah. 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 I try not okay. to though. I've told lies as well. Have you ever used bad language? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Or even this. Have you ever been angry or rude to somebody? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. But I also, that's the same. I try not to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We shouldn't do it, but we, we sometimes do. So if God was to judge you guys based on just those three things, would you be innocent or guilty? Oh, I would definitely go to hell. 
I think we're guilty, right? I don't know. With the language thing, maybe I didn't curse as much, but like before, I just like recently started cursing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot, but like right. more. So just know. like in society, though, just like in society, you only have to break the law once to be able to be punished by the government, right? And we've yeah. only got to break mm-hmm. one of God's laws then for him to be able to punish us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so since we're yeah. guilty and we deserve God's punishment, does that punishment then sound like heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah. yeah. Now, hell's not where we want to go to, and thankfully there is a way to go to heaven. Um. What do you guys think we could do so that we don't get sent to hell? Do you think? Um, I mean, in the Bible, doesn't it say a? In the Bible, doesn't it say like you know, ask for forgiveness? Ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Well, read your Bible. Read your Bible. Like, I'll give you an example. Let's say there's a criminal who broke the law. He's found guilty in the court of law. He then says to the judge, "Judge, I'm so sorry for doing that. I won't do it again. Please just let me go free." Like, would the judge let the criminal go free? Sometimes they do. Right, but a good judge is not going to say, well, you've said sorry, you're free to go, it doesn't matter that you've done all those crimes. A good judge will say, you should be sorry, but I've still got to punish you for what you've already done. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, God's most likely very different from a human judge. Yeah, God is God is very good. But the same, and so it would be really corrupt if a judge just said, "All right, criminals, I'm just going to let you all go free," because you've all said sorry to me. I'll let you all go free. That would be a very corrupt judge, wouldn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we know God's not going to be like that. So saying sorry can't forgive us. But there's one way. I'll explain what it is. What we need is we need someone who could take our hell punishment on our behalf. Because if someone takes 100% of your punishment. How much punishment is left for you? Zero, girl. Right. So then if you don't have to go to hell anymore, then where would you get to go to? Heaven. Right. Good answer. And the person who was willing to do that for you was Jesus. And that's why he died on the cross and came back to life three days later. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then if Jesus does do that for you guys, takes all your punishment, where do you end up when you die? Heaven. heaven. Yeah. So why do you get to go to heaven? Because Jesus died on the cross for our sin. Good answer. So not because you've asked forgiveness and not because you've been a good person, but just because he died for you. You just got to accept that as a gift. And the way you accept that is just by trusting in your mind that he's already died for all your past and all your future sins. Now, what Mm -hmm. if you guys did that today? You trusted that Jesus did that for you, but then tomorrow you did five more bad things and then you died. Would you go to heaven or hell? Heaven because you still believe. Good if answer, because he still died for your past and future sins. You guys are getting it really well. But what if you don't trust that Jesus died for your sin? Where would you end up? Hell. Yeah, and since you guys definitely don't want to go to hell, when should you start trusting that Jesus died for your sins? Right now. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. So then if you were to stand before God today and he was to ask you, why should I let you into heaven? What do you think you'd say to him? Because I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. Yeah, great answer. So you point to what, don't point to what you've done. You just point to what he's done. Jesus paid for everything wrong I've ever done. And so do you think that you're going to believe that from this very day on? Yes. Yeah. So then out of 100, 
how sure are you right now that you'll go to heaven when you die? hundred. Yeah. If you're trusting what he's done, you can be 100% sure because he paid for 100% of your sins. So does doing good things have any part in getting you into heaven? No. Mm. Oh, you're gonna say, your friend is saying no and you were saying yes or no i was saying no okay no yeah because I'm shaking my head. sure okay yeah because we're not saved by what we do we're saved by what jesus did so let's say you had a friend of yours and he said to you i think i'm going to heaven because i'm a good person would that okay. friend go to heaven or hell uh, depends on if they believe or if they believe jesus christ right. died on the cross Right, so he so he did say, I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. So is he trusting in Jesus to go to heaven or is he trusting in himself? Trusting in himself. Right, which means um, he doesn't believe in what Jesus did to save him. And so he doesn't have Jesus dying for him. So where does he end up? Hell. Yeah, good answer. But what if you had another friend who said, I'm going to heaven because of two reasons. First reason is because Jesus died for me. And the second reason is because I'm a good person. Where would he end up? I think hell, because that's more of a 50. Yeah, well done. That's a good good, good answer there, because he's not trusting 100% in Jesus. He's trusting 50-50 in him, and that means he doesn't really fully trust in him. And so think back at the beginning of this conversation. What did you guys think was the way to get to heaven? Um, Through Jesus Christ. Well, before the conversation, did you think it was like praying, being a good person, not sinning too much? Um, I think I was, I thought it was because of believing in Jesus. Yeah. Did you think it was also like, because you mentioned asking for forgiveness earlier and those sort of things. So do you think it was also that, that was partly the reason? Yeah. Yeah. So, so ultimately, like does asking for forgiveness have part, any part in getting us into heaven? No, no, because we're not saved by what he not say by what we do, but what he's done for us. There's a bit of a lag every now and then, and uh, yeah, I think the one sitting down, I think earlier tried to skip, and her sister or friend is like, "Don't, don't, don't skip." Um, maybe conviction or something, I don't know. But then maybe that's what happened there at the end. Yeah, but I, I'm surprised I got that far with them. Hey, Wasim. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I was like, I was like, uh, usually find trouble with that two reasons question. It's like it seems like such a, like a like a weighty question or like uh, too much information. But they actually like they were just like yeah, fifty fifty. So that was pretty good. That I like that. And um, and then this the question of like for yourself. I I always like naturally just don't like asking it because it's like i don't want to tell people like oh you thought you were saved no 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 like you know what i mean um but it is important and it's, it's like what do you do when they just say oh i trust you no you didn't like you you, get, you have the recording buddy no i'm joking but like <laughs> but like what do you do like if they just think like yeah i was trusting in jesus the whole time yeah i try and remember what they said earlier i try and remember okay what did they say when i asked them what could you do so you don't go to hell what did they say Oh, you said ask for forgiveness. So notice what you're trusting in to get you to heaven. You're asking forgiveness. Or if I asked them earlier, how sure are you that you'll go to heaven? And they said anything under 100%. Because they say, hey, remember how you said you're only 80% sure of heaven? 
that would reveal that your trust wasn't fully in Jesus. I do I do like asking that question, what were you think trusting him before? Just to make them realize this is not just you've gained a few a few more facts now about Jesus. This is a change that's gonna happen in your life. You've you've gone from death to life. You're on your way to hell, now on your way to heaven if you if you are trusting in Jesus. Just to yeah. see the profound impact of that. Yeah, and I noticed like at the end, I, I um you kind of were like you're like, okay, you still think of Jesus, but like ultimately, at, at least for now, like you you rewind like, okay, do you have to ask for forgiveness? And that I think that's when they skipped right, but I think you were going basically you were I think you weren't gonna stay on that point. You were just gonna be like, okay, whatever you thought earlier, but like now at least you know, is that what you're gonna do? Or Yeah. The reason why it was a bit tricky is because it lagged at that very moment. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't I didn't know what they said. I didn't yeah. want to have to ask them again, what did you say? Because it lagged. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna ask something else to see if so because otherwise they might get frustrated that I'm just asking them the same point again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that was my reasoning. And I wanted to also, I did it at some stage when I clarified the asking forgiveness part. Do they still think it was part of salvation? Yeah. And I knew that I was like walking on coals here with them, that with that girl sitting down, I knew that she could skip at any time. I knew the other one probably would stick around, but just because, yeah, the other girl. So I'm like, all right, let's see how far I go. And I don't want to try and frustrate them in any way to cause them to skip yeah um, what were you going to do when the question of being homosexual like comes up well, would you yeah. bring it up or would you just wait for them or what would you do i was i would if the chat if i got through everything i was planning on bringing it up again then at that at the end say, okay so now what we've talked about we've talked about how we want to now live so that would mean wanting to listen to god and whatever he has to say would you agree? Yep. And so if it's God's universe, God's rules. So he can tell us not to lie. Would you agree? Yep. Not steal. Yep. And he can even tell us what we can do with our bodies. You know, where sex can happen and it can, how it can only happen in marriage between a husband and a wife and nowhere else. And that's how I'd bring it back up. I noticed you answer it like that, but what if they think, oh, okay, so like uh, I could just like marry my same gender partner and it's all good. But that's like, why I say I specifically say marriage between a husband and a wife. Yeah. Right. I just feel like what if because sometimes they, they say it out loud and if they say it out loud, then you can bring it up. But if they just kind of like, oh, as long as it's married, maybe they just got the marriage part and they're like, okay, and they walk away thinking like, as long as we're <laughs> married, we're good. Because you don't you don't say like that it's wrong to maybe even well, you guess dating usually involves sexual things like kissing and stuff. That would count as well, yeah. Yeah, and and if once you've made that clear, you can even then say, hey, lust is a sin too. And so not only is the sexual actions uh, sinful, but any sort of lust towards somebody who's not your spouse of the opposite gender would be sinful. Yeah, you could could bring it up like that. Because I think they know. They know already it's wrong. And so you get us most gently reaffirm, hey, look, this is what the Bible says about it. But hey, guess what? I don't hate you. And there is hope for you. That's why I've shared this message. So trust in Christ today. And you'll want to live differently just naturally as a result. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. 
Well, do you want to have one go? You want to have a chat now with Sam? Yeah, let's Sounds do good. it. So make sure you guys cheer him on as he does this. And is that is that Harmony's new favorite? Because it's got a butterfly on it. <laughs> I remember one time I accidentally skipped someone because I was trying to bring this thing back up. Um, oh, really? And so you like, like escape? You... <laughs> yeah. The control escape. key. Press the control key. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, thank you for that chat, Ryan Jihad. Pray for those girls that you may further the gospel message and let them be saved. And I pray, Lord, for my next chat that you will uh, give me boldness and that your glory, you know, your name may be glorified, whatever happens in the chat. Let us uh, use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? What do you think happens after you die? Mm, you go to heaven? Yeah, I think the same thing, like heaven or hell. I, think I like believe he heaven. Okay. So do you think you'll go to heaven? Yeah. Okay, and why? To go see my loved ones. Okay, like why will you be allowed into heaven? Hmm. Is it because, like, you, you know, you live pretty, like, you're a good person and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. How about, like, for example, though, have you ever told a lie in your life? Mm, before, yeah, but yeah. not anymore. Same here. Have you ever been rude to somebody? Mm, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, same, same here. What about, like, have you ever been jealous with, any, with anybody, wanted something that someone else has? Yeah. Yeah, same here. So then if... If God was to judge like you and me based on these things, would we be judged innocent or guilty? Mm, guilty, I believe. Yeah, it would make sense because we broke the laws, we'd be guilty. So would we deserve a reward for that or a punishment? Mm, punishment. Yeah. So does that sound like heaven or hell? downstairs right mm -hmm. yeah and obviously we don't want to go there and there is actually a way not to end up there but we've seen how we deserve it at least so how do you think we can uh, not go to hell even though we deserve it what do you think we could do mm. i do not know okay what do you think like maybe what about like living better sometimes people believe that like do you think living better will make it so you can go to heaven mm -hmm. okay Imagine if you did five crimes today, but then tomorrow you do 10 good things. Is the police going to ignore your crimes? Mm, yep. Really? Like if, if a criminal does five crimes, but then 10 good things, he kills five people, but then he gives 10 people some money. Are the police going to ignore his crimes? Yeah. Really? In, in like society that happens? Because what the police do is they still punish him. They say, it's good that you did good things, but you still did the crimes. You still have to punish you. Right? I do bad things sometimes. Yeah. And so the, like yeah. Um, smoking and drinking. Yeah. And yeah, and it makes sense that even living better, although it's a good thing to do, it doesn't actually erase all the things we've done in the past. So God would still have to punish us for that. But what would what would happen if someone was to be willing to take your punishment for you? 
Because if someone takes 100% of your hell punishment, how much would be left for you to get? Mm. If someone takes all mm. of your punishment, how much would be left for you? A 50. Hmm, 50? Mm -hmm. if, they, if someone takes 100% of it, then now I mean there's none left for you, right? Because he mm -hmm. didn't just take 50%, he took all of it, or this person, right? And if there's no mm -hmm. more punishment for you, then where could you go when you die, heaven or hell? Mm. <clears throat> um, probably heaven. You're right, yeah. And that person who was willing to do that for you, take your punishment, was Jesus. That's why he died on the cross and came back yeah. to life two days later. You heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. And so if he does that for you, then where do you get to go when you die? Gates of heaven. Gates of heaven, yeah. And so what's the reason that you get to go to heaven? Because um, 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 what was Jesus willing to do for you? I don't know what they call it. Because, yeah, what, what was Jesus willing to do? He was willing mm -hmm. to die on the cross, right? Yeah. And so if he dies on the cross, where do you get to go? Heaven? Yeah, 100% right. So then what's the reason you get to go to heaven? Because of some, because of, starts with a J? Mm. Because, kind of, because of Jesus, right? Because of what he did. He died on the cross. He died on the cross for us, right? Yeah. And that's why you get to go to heaven. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he offers to do that as a gift. And all you have to do with a gift is just receive it. So the way you receive this gift is just by trusting in your mind, aka having faith, that Jesus died for your sins. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's say today that you did trust that, right? But then tomorrow you did five more sins. What would happen then? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell if you died? Mm -hmm. Maybe heaven again? You're right. And why? Why would you think heaven? Because it's a better place. Yeah. Because did Jesus die just for your past sins, or did he also die for all the future sins you'd ever do? Past sins? He actually said in the Bible that he died for all your future sins as well. So mm -hmm. that's good news, right? Because that means even those five sins you'll do tomorrow, they're already taken by Jesus. That makes sense? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And so then where does a person go, though, if they don't trust that Jesus died for their sins? Mm, they go to hell. Yeah, so since you don't want to go there, when should you start trusting Jesus is the reason you'll go to heaven? By praying? I'm um, or... saying, like, when should you start trusting this? Uh, maybe today. Yeah, today. Today would be the best day. And so mm -hmm. then if you stood before God right now and he asked you, hey, why should I let you into heaven? What would you tell him? Need a hint? Oh. Yeah, because what was Jesus willing to do again? What, what was Jesus willing to do? Sacrifice? 
sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice himself on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason you get to go to heaven, right? Yep. So if God asked you, why should I let you into heaven right now? What would you tell God? Nice. Um... Yeah, you, you just tell him because Jesus died for my sins, right? I have yeah. no more sins anymore because Jesus, he died for them. And so you could let me into heaven. Does that make sense that why you would answer that? Yeah. Yeah. So then out of 100%, how sure are you right now that you'd go to heaven when you die? From zero, it would be like 50%, 60%. 70%, 80%, how sure are you? Mm, 50%, oh, 80%. 80%. Okay, why 20% not sure? Mm, I don't know. Is it because you think like, oh, I might sin in the future, and so maybe I won't go to heaven? Is that why? Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking that too. Yeah. But the thing is, how much of your punishment did Jesus take? 100%. 100%. So how much punishment is left for you to get? None. None. So so then how sure could you be that you'll go to heaven when you die? Because <clears throat> if you took all of it and there's none left for you, no more punishment left for you. Mm-hmm. What's going to send you to hell? Why would you ever think you'd go to hell if he already took it? He already took all the punishment. So how sure could you be that you'll go to heaven? Mm. What do you guess? Just You can guess an answer. It's okay. Your Jesus sins? Oh. Yeah, you could be 100% sure that you'll go to heaven. Do you, do you know why? Why? Because Jesus didn't die just for the past sins you've done. He's going to die. He already died for all the future sins you'd ever do. So there's no sin that you could do that would make you go to hell. Because he already, he already took the punishment for that sin. So you see how that would make it so I can be 100% sure if I was to die, I'm going to go to heaven 100%. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you have to, based on what I told you, do you have to do good things to get to heaven? I'm definitely sure going to go to heaven because I'm blind. I can't see. Okay. Yeah, that's good that you're definitely sure. But do you have to do good things to get to heaven? Good, good things. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Good you think, things, I guess. You think yes? Okay. Yeah. But it was it what we what we do for God that gets us into heaven, or was it what God's done for us that gets us into heaven? Mm, God. Yeah, what God's done for us, when Jesus did for us. So it's actually not what we do for Him. It's not actually what we do. Um, yeah, it's not our good things. Does mm -hmm. that make Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because remember, it's a, it's a free gift, and so with the gift, you don't have to pay for a gift, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't have to pay God with our good things. Yeah. So then what if someone said, you know, a friend of yours said, you know, I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. Would they go to heaven or would they go to hell? 
Heaven. Okay. Are they trusting? What do you say? Or hell. What do you think? Is it heaven or hell? What's your answer? Hell. Lock it in hell? hell. Yeah. It would be hell because are they trusting in Jesus or are they trusting in their good good actions to get them into heaven? Because they said they're because they said I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person. So who yeah. are they trusting in, Jesus or themselves? Still, they're trusting in themselves, right? So if they're not trusting mm -hmm. in Jesus, He doesn't take their punishment, and so they would end up in hell, mm -hmm. right? What if someone says though, I think I'm going to heaven for two reasons: one, because I do trust in what Jesus did, but also because I'm a good person. Where do you think they would go, heaven or hell? Hell. You're right. And why hell? Because they're not trusting Jesus. Yeah, they're not trusting Jesus completely. They said, you know, I trust Jesus, but I also trust in myself. So they're not really fully trusting in Jesus. It's like a, they just think 50-50. So they're basically saying that, Jesus, you didn't do enough for me. I need to do some uh, some good actions myself. Right, and so they're basically mm -hmm. not trusting in Jesus at all. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what about you though? Like at the beginning of this conversation, like what did you think would get you into heaven? I believe in Jesus. Okay, because at the beginning of the conversation, like when I asked you, like why why will you go to heaven? What did you say? You said like you weren't sure, right? You didn't know. You remember yeah. that? Good person, I guess. Yeah. So then if you were thinking that, that you have to be a good person, if you had died before this conversation, where would you have gone? Mm, heaven. Okay. But what were, were you, but you said you were trusting in being a good person, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're trusting in being a good person, were you trusting in Jesus? Yeah. Okay. But remember how we said if someone's, you know, if you're trusting in being a good person, how are you, you know, you're not trusting in Jesus, then you're trusting in yourself. Right? Mm -hmm. But let's say, how about, you know, because, yeah, if you had died before this conversation, since you were saying, you know, pointing to your good actions, you would have actually ended up in hell. But if you were to die right now, where do you think you would go? Mm. Heaven. Yeah, well, yeah. And and why do you think now heaven? Because mm. Jesus died on the cross for us. It has. That's the perfect answer because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Does that make sense? Yeah. Isn't that good news? Isn't that like a weight off the shoulders? Because mm -hmm. instead of thinking maybe I might sin and then that's going to make me not go to heaven... You'd be like, actually, Jesus already died for all of my sins. I can know I'm going to heaven when I die. Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. What about um, now that, you know, Jesus has done this for us, we probably want to learn more about Jesus, right? So, like, what's, what's something you can do to learn about Jesus is read the Bible, right? So, do you have a Bible at your house? Mm, yeah. Yeah. How often do you read it? Every night when I go to bed. That's good. What, what are you reading right now? Do you know? Like, what book are you reading in the Bible? Not sure. 
Not sure. I, I don't have a bookmark. Oh, okay, so you just kind of like read like wherever you open the book and stuff. But I put my like um paper in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's good. Keep reading it every single day. Just like you eat food every day, make sure you're having your spiritual food, which is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what if you asked your friends and your family, what's the reason you'll go to heaven? What do you think they would say? Mm, I don't know, because they swear a lot. Yeah, they might say, they might say, you know, that they think it's, you know, just doing good things, right? Mm-hmm. So if they say that, then where would they end up? Mm, hell. Yeah. So since you don't, obviously, we don't want them to go to hell. So what could you do to help them not go there? Just stop doing bad stuff. Okay. But even if they stop doing bad stuff, does that erase all the, you know, the sins they've done in the past? Mm-hmm. Well, it actually doesn't, right? Because even if we do good things... We still did the bad things, and so God would still have to punish us, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of telling them, don't do bad stuff, what should you tell them? Specifically about Jesus. But what should you tell them? I would say, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah, tell them, tell them, do you believe in Jesus? And tell them, you know, that they can go to heaven by believing in Jesus, that he died for their sins. Mm-hmm. Because... That way that all their sins are taken, right? And so then, yeah, well, it's been a great chat. I want to ask you, though, like, it's just like a recap of thing. Like, how, like, if God asked you, why should I not send you to hell right now? What would you tell him? Because Jesus got our sins. You got it, yeah. And you see, you see how in that answer, it's not actually by living better or stop cursing, stop sinning. It's actually, uh-huh. I can go to heaven because Jesus died for my sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and, and I want to say like, the, we do want to stop, you know, sinning and stuff, but we want to stop sinning as just a way of saying thank you to Jesus for what he's done for us. Right. Mm-hmm. So we don't do good things to get to heaven. We do good things because we're already going to heaven and we just want to show our gratitude. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, do you use like uh, any social media like um, TikTok, YouTube? Mm, I have TikTok and YouTube. That's good. Yeah. Well, we have uh, I have a channel on there. It's called NeedGod.net. You should check it out and just maybe watch some of the videos. And uh, it could be. And, uh, and I got Facebook too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we got one there too. Yeah, I, I, you know, maybe write it down or check it out and um, just watch some of the videos. It could be helpful to learn more about you know Jesus and learn more about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what was your name? My name is Alex. Alex, my name is Wasim. It's nice Wasim. to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Well, trust in Jesus. Remind yourself of this every single day that it's by what Jesus did for you and not what you do for him that gets you into heaven. Remind yourself of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and keep reading your Bible. Yep. All right. See ya, Alex. Bye.
Lord, thank you for that chat and um i want to pray for alex that hopefully she understands the gospel and um that she believes in it and that she's not trusting in her actions in jesus name amen go with seam man that was awesome <laughs> thank you thank you hey i really loved that i thought uh, two things that stood out one was so i think she must have been a little bit slow on comprehension um and i loved how patient then you were with her even when she kept getting it wrong over and over again, you were patient and diligent and asking good questions along the way. And then the second thing was how friendly you were. You weren't, you didn't seem to be getting frustrated with her or anything like that. You just had a really nice demeanor, a really positive demeanor with her. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, like sometimes I was just like, because I was worried that I was just kind of giving her the answers. Like, or, like I was asking her, do you agree? But that's an easy way to, she could just say yes without agreeing. But it's like, what am I supposed to like, uh, when she just, um, she's just like, I don't know. Well, like, okay, let me tell you, at least tell you and let's move on if you don't know. But um, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was really good. I liked how you did that. And this is the thing, we, we, we sow the seed. And even for people who aren't fully, um, thinking for uh, being able to have a full mental comprehension god can use that simple message to to save people so that was good yeah. man i enjoyed Thanks listening to that um i think it might be good we'll just answer two questions i think um one from tabitha i might ask this to you with sim if i die sinning like die while committing a sin but i still believe in christ that he died for all my sins would I still go to heaven? What would you say? Hey, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, if so you're saying that you still believe in Christ, right? So anyone who believes that Christ died for all their sins, he died for all their sins, which means even that sin that you were doing right as you died. Because, yeah, if Jesus died for all of your sins, that that includes that sin as well. And so you you would go to heaven if you are trusting that Jesus died for your sins. Praise God, and that's so good. Yeah, because, um, and in a verse that might be good for that, Tabitha, 1 John 2 1. 1 John 2 1, which says this There's my little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. So God doesn't want us to sin. But, ready? But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So it's saying, if you sin in the future, if your trust is in Jesus, you've got Jesus advocating on your behalf. He's the representative you have. The next verse says, he is the propitiation for our sins. What propitiation means is wrath absorbing sacrifice for our sins. So that's why your future sins do not separate you from the love of Christ. Uh, Paul says that in Romans 8.38 when he says this, "Who shall? Uh, for I'm sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come. See, that's past and future, present and future. Nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else, nor creation. We are to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. It's amazing truth.
Good. And one other question we're going to do was Batman's in the Discord. Do you want to ask that one, Wasim? Okay. Batman says, what does once saved, always saved really mean? Simply means that it doesn't mean that you... Uh, you believed when you're young and you've given up and you're still saved. No. If you give up and you don't continue to believe, you never really were believing to begin with. True faith will be a faith that lasts to the end. So what's one save always save mean then? It means that if you truly do believe in Jesus, you'll continue to believe in Jesus until the end, to the end of your life. And therefore you'll always be saved. No sin that you could possibly do could ever separate you from Christ's love if your trust is in Jesus. Okay, good questions. We're going to do more later. It's time for another chat on Amigo. And also, just quickly, Ashley said, are Catholics Christians? What I would just say is, there may be people who attend a Catholic church who are Christians, in the sense of they trust in Christ alone and not their good deeds to save them. But if someone believes what the official Catholic Church teaching te teaches, then they don't trust in Christ alone. They think it's faith plus works that merit them salvation, which means they wouldn't actually be Christians. They wouldn't be going to heaven. So it doesn't matter in terms of salvation, in terms of entry to heaven, it doesn't matter what church you go to or what label you've applied to yourself or what your parents were. It matters what your trust is in. Is it in Jesus or is it in your sacraments, your good deeds, your baptism? If it's those those things, baptism, sacraments, good deeds, you're not going to heaven. It has to be in Jesus alone. If you believe that, don't don't call yourself a Catholic anymore. Just call yourself a Christian because the word Christian is found in the Bible. All right. We've got a, we a bit of a, a chick on screen there. Lord, save this next person. Let's go. Hey there. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Hey, what do you think happens to us after we die? I believe we go to heaven, or I believe you go to heaven or hell. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And so, would you say that you'll go to heaven? Yeah, nice. And is that because you're a good person? Is it because what? Is it because you're a good person? It's because I believe in God and I put my yeah. faith into God. Yeah, nice. Awesome. I believe in God as well. Now, will God judge us based on how we've lived? What? Do you think God is one day going to judge us based on what we've done in our life? No. No, you don't think so? You don't think there's a day of judgment to come? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Well, would you say that God's going to ignore then all the bad things that people do on this earth? Um, I don't think that he ignores what you do, the bad things that you do, but... Then again, he doesn't like judge you for what you've done. Like he just tries to find ways to make you a better person. Okay, but you did mention there's heaven and there's hell, right? So if there's no judgment, who ends up in hell? That's a good question. There would have to be a day of judgment then, when God determines who goes to heaven and who goes to hell, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> hey, I was telling you. yo. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Hey, huh? what, what do you think happens to us after we die? Shit, I don't know. I really want to know. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing to think about. And so would you say that, like, do you do you believe there is a God? 
Yes. Yeah, I do as well. And so would you say you've been a good person? Yes. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'll give you an example though. So like, have you ever told a lie before? Yes. Me too. I've told lies as well. Have you ever used bad language? Yes. Yeah, same. Or even this. Have you ever been angry or rude to somebody? Yeah. Right. And so if God was to judge you based on those things, do you think you'd be innocent or guilty? Guilty. Right. And so if we're guilty of breaking God's laws, should he reward us or punish us? Punish. Yeah. And does that punishment then sound like heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah, which is definitely not where we want to go to. It is a lake of fire. It goes on forever. So what do you think we could do so that we don't get sent to hell? Fuck you. You sound like my therapist. No, no, no. Good chat. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Hey, what do you think happens to us after we die? When we die? Yeah, we die. Do you think there's any afterlife at all? Yes. We just die. Yeah, yeah. Because um, would you guys agree that there is a God? Um, kind of. Kind of. I'll give you an example, right? My house here. Would you agree that someone had to build this house? Why are you telling So did you hear the question? So would you agree that someone had to build this house? Can I ask you a question? I have to say yo. Hey yo. Yo, bro. Hey, got a question for you. What? Is, what, what do you think happens to us after we die? Uh, I don't know. We see a black screen and you. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Now, do you guys believe there's a god? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Same. Same. And so would you agree that there will be like a day of judgment to come? Yes. Yeah. So got to look at what we've, what we've done in our life. So would you say that you guys have been good people? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Well, let's let's find out if we are, okay? Like, have you guys ever lied before? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've lied as well. Have you ever used bad language? Yes. Yes. Yeah, same. Or even this one. Have you ever been angry or rude to someone? Yes. Same. So if God was to judge you based on those things, would would you be innocent or guilty? Guilty. Guilty. So if we're guilty, do we deserve to be rewarded or punished? Punished. Punished. Right. And does that punishment sound like heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah, now that's not a place we would we want to go to. So what do you think we could do so that we don't get sent to hell? Uh, don't do all those things. Okay, it's a good suggestion. But let's say you didn't do them anymore. Would that fix the past bad things that you've already done? Yes. Yes. So let's say like a criminal who does 10 serious crimes today. Tomorrow he decides not to do them again. Would he still get punished for his 10 crimes he's done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so stopping the bad action doesn't fix the past. And that's the same with us and God. Even if we stop sinning, it doesn't get rid of our past sins, does it? Yeah. So we've still got all this punishment coming our way. Now, there's only one way then for us not to go to hell, and that would be if someone takes our hell punishment on our behalf. Because if someone was to take 100% of your punishment, how much punishment is left for you? 
If someone took all of it, how much would be left for you? Zero? Yeah. So then if you don't have to go to hell anymore because someone took it for you, then where would you get to go to? Heaven. You're right. And the person who was willing to do that for you was Jesus. And that's why he died on the cross and came back to life three days later. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. yes. So then if Jesus does that for you then, takes all of your punishment, where do you end up when you die? Heaven. Yeah, so why do you get to go to heaven? What was the, re the reason we were able to go to heaven? Was it because of what we've done? Or because of what Jesus did for us? Because of what Jesus did for us. Because right. if he takes your yeah. hell, you get to go to heaven. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. yes. So it's not based on us doing good things. It's based on what he's done. We just got to accept that as a free gift from him. And the way we do that is simply by trusting in our mind that he's already died for our sin. Trust that he took all the punishment for us. So what if you do trust that today? But then tomorrow you do five more sins and then you died. Would you go to heaven or hell? Oh, hell. Now, with Jesus, do you think he only died for your past sins or also your future ones? For the future. Right. So if you're still trusting in Jesus, but then you do those five sins tomorrow, where would you end up? Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, you're right. But what if you don't trust that he took the punishment for you? Then where would you end up? Hell. Correct. And since you guys don't want to be sent to hell, when should you start trusting that he died for all of your sins? Right now? Yeah, great idea. From this very moment on, because we may not have tomorrow. And so if you were to stand before God today, and he was to ask you, why should I let you into heaven? What do you think you'd say to him? That I trust that Jesus died for our sins. And... Yeah. So basically, you just point to what he's done. You just say, well, Jesus died for me. He took all the punishment yeah. I deserve. That's the reason why he can let me in. And so are you yeah. guys going to believe that from today, that that's the only reason why you'll go to heaven? Yeah. Yeah. It has to be the yeah. only reason. Yeah. It can't be our good deeds because our good deeds are never going to be good enough. It's got to be what Jesus did alone that saves us. So then out of 100, how sure are you right now that you'll go to heaven when you die? Uh... Like 75%, 75%, sure. Okay. Now, how much of your punishment did Jesus take for you? All of them. Right. So then how much punishment is left for you to still get in hell? Zero. Right. So if you believe that today, then how sure can you be that you'll go to heaven when you die? 100%. Yeah, exactly. Because if we only yeah. have only 75%, we mustn't think that he paid for 100% of our sins. Do you see that? Yeah. So then, does doing good things have any part in getting you into heaven? I mean, kind of. Okay. Because were we going to heaven because of what we did for God or because of what he did for us? Yeah. Which one? Do you think we're going to heaven because of what we do for God or because of what he's done for us? What he's done for us? Yeah. And so it's not basically yeah. what we do for him. And so, therefore, would your good actions play any part in getting you into heaven then? No. Right. Jesus did everything needed for us to go to heaven. 
We just do good things now as a way of saying thank you to Jesus for what he's done, but we don't do the good things to get ourselves into heaven. So what if you guys had a friend who said to you, I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a good person. Would that friend go to heaven or hell? Hell. Hell. Yeah, good answer. And why? Because he doesn't believe. Right, his trust is in himself to get to heaven and not Jesus. So he doesn't have Jesus, he pays for his own sins. But what if you had another friend who said, I'm going to heaven because of two reasons. First reason is because Jesus died for me. Second reason is because I think I'm a good person. Where would he go? Now, is he trusting only in Jesus to get him into heaven? Uh, no. No, he's thinking it's like 50% Jesus and 50% himself. So then does he really believe that Jesus died for all of his sins? No. No. So then where would he end up? Hell. Yeah, you're right, because he has to pay then for his own sins. And So think back at the beginning of this conversation. What did you guys think was going to get you to heaven at the beginning of the conversation? Uh, actually, like, both being a good person and believing Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So still trusting in your own actions. And so if you had died before the conversation, where would you have gone to? Heaven. Hell. Oh, hell. It would have been hell, right? Because even if you even if you thought it was ninety nine percent Jesus and just one percent your good actions, it's still not a hundred percent trusting in what Jesus did to save you. And yeah. so it would have been hell if you died before. But if you died this very moment, where do you think you'd go? Heaven. Yeah, if your trust is now in Jesus, then this would this conversation would be like a turning point in your life, wouldn't you say? Yeah. That's awesome. That's encouraging. And and as a result, this makes you love Jesus and treasure him even more because you know what he's done for you. And this makes you now want to live for him. And you'll slowly get better at resisting sin as each day goes on. But a good way of growing in your faith then is by reading your Bible. So do you guys have a Bible at home? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, not sure if you well, you know you can always download one as well on your phone if you don't have one. Uh, this is the app I use to read the Bible. It's called ESV Bible in the App Store. Definitely encourage you to get a copy of it and then start in the book of John. John you'll find in the New Testament. It's the fourth book of the New Testament and it gives you a good introduction then to what Jesus said and what he did. Now, how often do you think you guys should read the Bible? Three times a week? Or... Okay. Now, do you guys only eat food three times a week? No. No. no eat every day, right? <laughs> we need it for our body. Yeah. Same with our spiritual food, which is our Bible reading. How often should we read yeah. our Bible then? Every day. Every day. Good plan. Maybe you could say to yourself, no Bible, no breakfast, or no read, no yeah. feed, or even no book, no bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think you'll start getting into your Bible every day? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Think of it like this. Jesus dying on the cross for you, was that just a small thing that he did for you? No. No, wouldn't you say that's probably the biggest thing anyone's ever done for you? Yeah. yeah. So then how big should the part be that Jesus has in your life? A big part. Yeah, the biggest part, wouldn't you say? 
Yeah. And so if we if you're willing to feed your belly every day, if you're willing to feed your soul every day with, with God's word, the Bible. Yeah. So definitely get yeah. discipline yourself to get into the habit of doing that. Um, definitely recommend it. Uh, also think about your family and friends. If you were to ask them why they think they'll go to heaven, what do you think their answer would be? Being a good person. Right. So if they died today, where are they, where are they currently going? Oh, hell. So what could you guys do to help them not go to hell? Oh, by telling them to trust God, I mean to trust Jesus. And, uh... yeah. Pass that message on. That's what we're called to do as Christians on this earth is share this message with the with the world because we don't want anyone to go to hell. And so just remind me then, if God was to judge you purely based on your own actions, everything you've ever done, would you say you deserve heaven or hell? Hell. Yeah. So always remember, based on our own actions, we should be thrown into hell because we've sinned far too many times. But what's the reason you get to go to heaven even though you deserve hell? Uh, believing in him. Yep. So do we go to heaven because of what we've done, though, ultimately, or because of what he's done for us? He's done. Right, so what, what has he done to save you from going to hell? Uh, sacrificing himself on the cross. Yeah, so that's what saves us. It's his sacrifice, what Jesus did for us alone that saves us. And we just receive that by trusting he's already done it on our behalf. Now, do you guys yeah. have any questions or any comments? Uh, no. That's good. Wait, actually. Hey, go for it. Actually. You do have a question? Oh, are you guys still there? You sounds cut out. Okay. All good. Do check out the channel. My name is Ryan. What's yours? Okay, but you can probably still hear me. Yeah, nice, nice. What was your name? So my name's Ryan. Nice, awesome. Well, it's great meeting meeting you guys. And don't forget what you've heard. Remind yourself of this message every day so you never forget it. And now, don't just live for self. Live for the one who died for you. Aim to put Jesus first, saying no to sin and saying yes to God. But yeah, do check out the channel, man, on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. It's needgod.net. Awesome. Well, thanks for the chat. It's awesome meeting you guys. Awesome. Bye. Oh, that was a good chat. We'll see him. How'd that go? I feel like that was just pretty smooth. I mean, what one could you ask for? <laughs> yeah, they were. They were they were receptive to hear, weren't they? Yeah. Very and they're from California. Hey, that's a pretty cool state, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll put that in chat progress.
So Lance and I'm not sure what his friend's name is. Maybe Brandon. You think it's Brandon? Oh yeah, it probably is, yeah. <clears throat> Brandon. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Well is it your turn, Vasim? Yep. Sounds good. Alright. Um, did you pray for them or? I haven't yet. If you want to pray for them, that would be All good. Right. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for that chat. Um, thank you for connecting Ryan with those two guys. I pray that they'll take it seriously, that that really will hit, hit home and and see as the most important thing they could really be thinking about and working on is their relationship with God. So I, you know, be saving them and sanctifying them. And Lord, I pray for my next chat that Connect me with someone, anyone who we can use um, to glorify you, grow ourselves, and be molded to be more like you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Exactly what to do, but it cannot be TOS. Amen. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think happens after you die? Nothing. Okay. Do you, know, you believe in God? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, believe in God. So do you think go like what do you say? Go to heaven. So you think go to heaven and you think nothing? Okay. But you guys all believe in God, right? Yeah. Do you think since he's like God's the creator of the universe, right? He could set the rules for how his his creation should live inside of his universe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you think then you've kept his rules? Like have you guys been good people? Yeah, I mean kinda. Generally, yeah. I mean, I've uh, never done anything illegal. That's that's pretty good. What about this? Like, for example, have you ever have you guys ever told a lie in your life? Yeah, everyone has. Yeah, yeah same here. Have you ever uh, stolen something? No. Okay. Have you ever? What about like being rude or being angry with someone? Have you ever done that? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone said a little cuss word on the game before. Yeah, yeah. And what about like this one? What if have you ever been jealous or you know coveted something that someone else had? Well, yeah, everyone yeah everyone's done these things, right? But they're still wrong to do. So then if God was to judge us based on these things, would we be innocent or guilty? I don't know. Oh, shit. Did my camera just go off? Yeah, it's like frozen, but I can still hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened to it. Okay. Well, I can still hear you, so. Okay, yeah, you want to keep chatting? yeah okay yeah yeah if if we've broken the laws wouldn't we be then guilty of breaking the laws mm, you know lying know. being rude wouldn't we be guilty of doing those things yeah yeah because we wouldn't even be innocent because we have done it right so then if we're guilty yeah. would we deserve a reward or a punishment i think a punishment yeah and that's does that sound like heaven or hell then hell yeah and obviously we don't want to go to hell so what do you guys think we could do to not end up in hell make good choices make good choices okay like imagine if you did five crimes today but then tomorrow you make you know 10 do good 10 good things 10 good choices would the police let you go for your crimes no 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 they still punish you because doing the good things didn't erase the bad so i think that's how it's same thing with god then even if we have done the crimes even if we make a choice in the future we're still going to get punished for the crimes we've done. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Yeah. But there is actually a way to, you know, to avoid our health punishment. We need someone who'd be willing to take it for us. Like if someone takes a hundred percent of your health punishment, how much would be left for you guys? Zero. Zero. So if there's no more punishment, then where would you get to go when you die? Heaven. Yeah. And that person who was willing to do that was Jesus. That's why he died on the cross. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so if he does that for you, then where do you get to go when you die? Heaven. Yeah. So what's the reason then you get to go to heaven? God. Because Jesus died for our sins. Because Jesus died for your sins. Yeah. Perfect answer. And he offers to do that, right? As a gift. So you don't have yeah. to pay for it. You just receive the gift by having faith or trusting that he's actually done that for you on the cross does that make sense yeah yeah that's pretty good news right it is so then let's say you did trust that right but then tomorrow like right now let's say you did trust that but then tomorrow you did five more sins and then died right after that what do you guys think would you go to heaven or hell heaven heaven okay what do you guys what, you guys all think heaven i say hell okay so the for the one who said heaven why do you think it's heaven because he'll forgive you for your sins. Yeah, you're actually right. Because Jesus didn't just die for your past sins. He actually died for all your future ones as well. Right? So that mm -hmm. means even those five sins you do tomorrow, they're already paid for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you actually would end up in heaven. And that, like, once I got a grasp of that, that's like the biggest weight off your shoulders, right? Yeah. And so, like, where does a person go, though, if they don't trust in this, if they don't trust in what Jesus did? Hell. Right. So since you guys don't want to go there, when should you start trusting that Jesus took all your punishment on the cross? Jesus. Yeah. When should you start trusting that? Now. Now. Yeah. That would be the best best decision you could make. So then let's say you did stand before God right now and he asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would you tell him? Hmm. Wait, can you say it again? Yeah, if you stood before God right now and he asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would you tell him? Because I believe in you, something like that. Okay. Because is it what we do for God that gets us into heaven or is it because of what he did for us? He did. Yeah, what he did. And what did he do? Die for our sins. Die for your sins. So then what would you tell God then if he said, why should I let you into heaven? I have no clue. Because of what he did for us, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so what was that? That for our sins. So you tell him. Yeah, so you tell him. Thank you. Yeah, so you just tell him. Yeah, yeah, you, say, you always say thank you. But you saying, if, you, if God asked you, why should I let you have you say, because Jesus died for my sins. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just about what you say. It's obviously what you truly believe. But, you know, I'm just giving you that, like, hypothetical example. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. It's kind of out of pocket, but, like, no, do you, no. Have a, you have a YouTube play button back there? Yeah, yeah, I do. I could send you that in a little bit. I was trying to ask What's your channel? Yeah, I can oh, send you. Uh, after you're done, after you're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wanted to ask you guys this question, though, because this is a big, this is a pretty good one. Like, out of 100%, how sure are you right now that you'd go to heaven? Uh, I would say 70. Okay, what about two others? I'd say like 90. Probably 90. 90, 90, okay. So, like, even though, like, I've been a good person, I feel like the, there's some stuff in my life I wish I could take back. Okay, okay. But was it you being a good person that got you to heaven? Or is it no. what Jesus did? Jesus did. Right. And how much of your punishment did Jesus take? All of it. All of it. So how much punishment is left for you guys to get in hell? None. 
None. Mm -hmm. So how sure could you actually be that you'll go to heaven? Probably all. You could be, what'd you say? Most, like all. Yeah, how sure could you be then that you'll go to heaven? Huh. Probably 100% if he died for our sins. Yeah, it would make sense, right? Because you just said that there's no more punishment for you. So what's going to send you to hell if there's no more punishment? You could be 100% sure. Does that make sense? Or Yeah. Yeah. So would you guys say then that you are 100% sure? I would say 100%, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and even if you were to do more sins in the future, don't let that think, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not sure now. Realize Jesus has paid for those sins. And just like you said earlier, think about, um, you know, once you realize that, you'll be like, thank you. you and the way you show thankfulness is just by wanting to not do those sins again. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So do you have to do good things to go to heaven? Um, I would say no. Okay. Yeah, you have, you have to do to... some because you can't just do all bad things and expect to get in. Sure. Okay. Okay. But is the good things, we saw how earlier doing good didn't like erase the crimes and the police would still punish you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if that doesn't erase crimes, but if you know, but Jesus, Jesus' sacrifice does, we would actually see that doing good things doesn't actually play any role. But I do agree with you that doing good things, like we should do them, right? If you actually believe that Jesus died for you, you're going to be like, I'm thankful and I want to now do good things, right? But doing the good things isn't actually like what got you to heaven. It's what Jesus did. And you just did, you just did good just to say thank you. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so why do we do good things then if we don't have to? Hmm. I mean, just doing good things makes people day, like makes people's day better. Yeah. And yeah, and you just, uh, you just want to say, you want to do good things just to say thank you to Jesus for what he's done for you as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. A good way to like, I, I like to think about it is we don't do good things to get to heaven. We do good things because we're already going there and we just want to show our gratitude to the one who made that possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. So then what if someone what if a friend of yours said, I'm going to go to I think I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person? Well, where would they go? Hmm. Probably still to heaven. Okay. Because, uh... Who are they? What are they trusting in to get them into heaven? Jesus or themselves? Themselves. Yeah. So if they're not trusting in Jesus, that means he doesn't take their punishment. So then where would they end up? Because if Jesus doesn't take their punishment, then who has to take their punishment? Would you say again? Sorry. Yeah, if they're if they're trusting in themselves, that means they're not trusting in Jesus, right? Yeah. So what happens if someone doesn't trust in Jesus? They probably go to hell. Yeah. Does that make sense for the for you guys in the back as well? Yeah. Yeah. What if a friend of yours said, you know, I I'm going to heaven for two reasons. One, because I do trust in Jesus, but also because I am a good person as well. Where would that friend go? Heaven. I would say heaven. Okay. By trusting in two things, though, is he actually trusting 100% in Jesus to save him? No, only no. 50. Yeah, he's like trusting 50% Jesus, 50% in himself. So are they actually trusting that Jesus paid for every single one of their sins? No. Oh. You, you agree with that? You, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so if they're, then if they're not trusting in what Jesus did, where would they actually end up? 
hell. Yeah. Because it's basically like you're saying, it's basically like telling Jesus, I don't think you did enough on the cross, so I'm going to have to make up the difference by my own actions. And obviously yeah. that's the wrong, the wrong mindset to have. So yeah, it would be, it would be hell for that person. But then for you guys at the beginning of the conversation, what did you think would get you to heaven? Being a good person. Yeah. So then if you had died before the combo, where would you have gone? I would say hell. Yeah. So what, what about right now though? If you were to die right now, where would you go? Heaven. Yeah. I would say heaven. And why? Why now heaven? Because I believe in him. Trust 100%. Yeah, what do you believe about him? That he died for our sins. Yeah, that's the that's a ticket right there. Yeah, does that make sense? Isn't this like awesome news? Yep. Yeah, you guys have any like questions about anything that, that we talked about? No, I just I learned a lot. Yeah, it's... Do you do this stuff on your YouTube too? Yeah, um, not on this specific channel that with the plaque, but another channel I do. Um, yeah, this is on live stream actually. I'll send you this. Uh, it's called needgod.net. You guys should check it out. Maybe watch the next chat or... Wait, so you're live right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you live on? Everything? On YouTube. Like, YouTube, okay. Yeah, What's maybe, your channel called? It's called needgod, needgod.net. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also... Wait, so we're on this right now? Yeah, you maybe say hi in the chat. I think people have been encouraged that you guys have been willing to, to hear this. Wait, but so I wanted to... I want to say though, like, um, now that you, now that you know what Jesus did, you probably want to learn more about him, right? Yeah. So what do you, what could you do to learn more about Jesus or yeah. What could you learn Learn more about Jesus? Yeah. What could you to do church. to do that? Go to church and read the Bible. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys have a Bible at home? Yeah. Uh, I do. I just, I think it's like on my bookshelf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can even download one. Um, this is a good one. I, I use. have the Bible app. Yeah, Bible app. There you go. And how often do you guys read it? Not enough, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. How often do you think you should read it? I would say at least once a day. Yeah, just like how you have food. Not even you have food once a day, like three times a day. But yeah, just like how you have food every single day, have your spiritual food. You're gonna need it to keep your spirit healthy, right? And so, what about your friends and your family? If you ask them, why would they go to heaven? What's the reason they'll go to heaven? What do you think they will tell you? I would think because they, I think my friends and family, I think they'll just say because they're a good person. Yeah. So then where would they end up? Would you say sorry? Oh, where would they end up? Like heaven or hell then? If they said that. I would say heaven. Okay. But are they trusting in Jesus or are they trusting in themselves? Uh, themselves. Right. Does that make sense then why that wouldn't be heaven then? Because hmm. if they're trusting in themselves, then Jesus doesn't take their punishment. So who has to take their punishment? Themselves. Themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So since you don't want them to obviously take their punishment, nobody wants to go to hell. What could you do to help them not go there? You could tell them like uh tell them yeah well, like what we talked about you can like tell them yeah yeah tell them yeah tell them about jesus and that he was willing to take their punishment if they would believe that he did that yeah so then if god asked you guys why should i not send you to hell what would you tell him because jesus died for us there you go spot on hey guys this has been an awesome chat what's your guys's name 
Uh, my name is Brayden. Brayden. Hunter. Brayden, Hunter, and G. Oh, Brayden, Hunter, and G. Oh, cool. My name is Wasim. And that's also my YouTube channel if you wanted to check out my personal one. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was awesome chatting to you guys. Um, any, any, any questions, any thoughts, anything? Nope. I think I'm, I'm good. Cool, guys. Well, yeah. Remind yourself of this. I know this is just like a random channel on Amigo, but hopefully you'll recognize this is actually like kind of, I, I hate, I, I know this seems like weird to say, but it's like life-changing, right? Like this is actually life-changing if you believe this. Yeah. And so if you have any like doubts or questions, um, you could ask them in the chat or even on our TikTok DM. But I really encourage you guys to remind yourself of this every single day that Jesus died for my sins. And so let that bring you joy and, and comfort throughout your day. Try not to resist sin because you love the Savior who died for you. Yeah. yeah. Cool, guys. Well, I guess uh, have a good night then. You Thank too. You. See ya. See ya. Hey, that was awesome, Wissy. You're the world to come For one has suffered in my place Now there is grace awaiting me Awaiting me Judgment's done, atonement's made The ransom's paid, no guilt remains Now there is grace awaiting me Awaiting me Praise welcome from the Father. Praise forgiveness full and free. Praise that's greater than our failings. Oh, there is grace awaiting me. Hey man, that was good. That yeah, was good. I'm, were... I'm glad that even though the camera froze, you were able to still communicate with them so clearly. Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, they were really receptive, open to the truth, and welcome. If you guys are in the YouTube chat today, right now, welcome. Good to have you. Um, that was a great chat you were able to have with with Seam, and I'm encouraged that you came to know the truth. That is good. With Seam, I love your tone, man. As you share the gospel, you're friendly. Um, even like, hey, yeah, do you want to keep chatting? And you just like kept going. That was really good, man. You're you're doing so well with it. So I want to encourage you with that. Thank you and praise God. Yeah, do you, is there anything, anything specific? I think the chat was pretty pretty good. I like that. Yeah, there's nothing that I thought. Oh, you you could have done it better in this way. I I thought it was all very smooth. And I'm glad even at the end you really stress, hey, wouldn't you say this is like a life-changing ex experience? Yeah, and, because it seems so like normal sometimes, but it really is like what I just told you is like going to change your life if you're actually going to believe it. Yeah, exactly. You're going to, everything's going to change about you. Behavior's going to change. And yeah, maybe it takes a bit for that to sink in. But if if God's working on their hearts, that has been that life-changing experience, and now they'll seek to get into the Word. Sometimes I do like asking that question with Seem, like, so do you think you'll start reading your Bible every day? Mm, yeah, yeah. Just to see, actually, so, yeah, so not just, mind. like, I know, you know, you should do that. Actually, are you, do you think you will? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good thing. I've also been thinking about... 
what's some tips and maybe we can maybe have some idea ideas what's some tips on getting people sometimes on amigo you can chat to people and they they have those felix moments where they get convicted they run away like through the law or maybe leading up to the gospel what's some tips that you can think of to get them to stick around so that they don't leave during those points and so one i'll start us off. i thought one suggestion i was thinking of yesterday was near the start just be like hey thank you so much that you know you're actually willing to have this conversation and not just skipping like so many others mm. and it's a subtle way then of saying hey look I'm, I'm commending you for the fact that you haven't skipped yet and i'm comparing them to others to show that oh if they don't want to feel like they are like the others mm. they skip and that could help help get them to stick around what are your thoughts yeah sometimes it feels like there's not much you can do it's kind of up to them but um i think it does help just to say like you know i've done these things too like i like have you ever lied yeah and being like yeah me too that's always helpful and maybe being just like i think i like kind of how i phrase it like yeah everyone's done these things but yeah it's still wrong to do but it makes them feel like yeah we've all done it so like i don't have to feel so guilty but i can still understand that it's wrong i think saying that could be helpful yeah that's good and do you try and maybe give them a bit of hope hey i'm gonna tell you some good news oh yeah that's a good uh that's another good one a good tip yeah being like yeah, yeah. I think, yeah yeah pretty much what you said is good yeah, so I think, look, I'm going to share with some good news because otherwise people think, oh, you're just trying to make me feel bad. You know, <laughs> no, I'm going to yeah, share some good news with you. Usually I would say that like when I'm talking about like, like how do we avoid hell? Because there's some good news, but like, but um, that's a little bit after the loss. So maybe they would have already skipped by that point. So like maybe saying that not, not only when we're talking about how to avoid hell, but saying that even with when you're starting to tell them, you know, are you a good person and convicting them of, that we've all been bad yeah that's a good tip. good tip that's awesome that's good to discuss and share ideas and if you guys in the chat have any suggestions as well you can always learn and improve and more more brains more wisdom <laughs> okay let's do some final questions and then we're going to do the kahoot game together All right, what's, what questions have we got there, Wasim? Okay. Um, it's only two questions, right? I think there might be a few in the YouTube chat as well, people have, that haven't been copied over. Maybe. Oh, okay. I'll try to look at that as well. But for to start off from Sylvester, is all sins equally worse or some sins more worse than others? Not all sins are the same. So some sins are worse than others. Uh, we see Jesus said to Pontius Pilate, the one who handed me over to you has done the greater sin. Greater sin, yeah, shows that some sins are worse than others. Um, all sins send you to hell if you don't have Christ, and there's going to be different degrees of punishment in hell based on the severity of sins, though. So there's not the same punishment. You can read about that in romans 2 5 and 6 that god's going to render it to each person according to what they've done according to the evil works and more knowledge you have the more accountable you are jesus said the servant who didn't know the master's will and still didn't do it receive a light beating but the servant who did know the master's will and still didn't do it 
will receive a severe beating. Okay. Um, Gabby asked, what happens during Judgment Day? Will we be reminded of our sins, even though Jesus has already paid for them? Yeah, you're going to be reminded of your sins on Judgment Day. Every action you've done we brought out into the light, but not so that you can be like condemned to hell because our sins are paid for right by jesus but they still come out just so that you can realize how much of a sinner you truly were you see you only appreciate the mercy of god when it's in the, when it's against the backdrop of your sinfulness if you don't think you're much of a sinner you're not too bad you won't appreciate the mercy of god and that's why jesus said the one who's been forgiven much will love much. The one who's been forgiven little will only love little. And so on Judgment Day, our sins still come out, but they're not charged against us. We realize, well, I was so bad, but yet Jesus died for me anyway. It's going to make you be filled with gratitude to Jesus for what he's done to save you. But God will also then judge your good deeds on Judgment Day that you've done as a Christian in terms of not entry to heaven, but in terms of rewards that he wants to assign you in heaven. Malik asked, will we all be judged? I think that's... Yeah, everyone uh, will be judged. All right. And then I guess from the YouTube chat, um, I see a question here. Um, where did Jesus go after he died? It seems in First Peter chapter 3, verse 18 and 19, it's, it says that he went and visited the spirits in prison. Now, that seems to imply the demons who are, have already been locked up in hell. So most demons aren't in hell, but there's certain demons that are already in hell that God sent there already. And Jesus went and visited them to preach to them. Not preach the gospel, but to proclaim victory over them, to say, hey, look, I've defeated you, evil ones, through my death on the cross. But on the same day he died, Jesus said to the thief on the cross, remember, just before he died, he said, today you'll be with me on paradise. You'll, you'll be with me in paradise, so heaven. So the same day that Jesus died, after going to hell, he also went and went to heaven. And it makes sense because Jesus owns both places, both hell and heaven. Okay. Chris asked, um, or Philip asked, why didn't Jesus know the hour? Jesus does know everything in regards to his divine nature, but in regards to his human nature, he didn't. Jesus has those two natures, fully man, but also fully God. And he chose not always to draw upon those divine attributes. So that's what he's referring to when he said he didn't know the hour. But other times he did. He knew Peter was going to deny him three times before the rooster would crow twice. Um, or Judas's betrayal and all those. He knows the future when he draws upon his divine attributes. And then Chris asked, how do we know what sin is greater? For example, sex before marriage versus lying. I don't think we can fully know which is greater. God knows that. God knows that. Yeah, so I don't think we can. We can maybe make some guesses, but we can't know to a definitive degree. I think obviously, like I'll give you an example. Lust. Lust is a sin. You commit adultery with the person in your heart. That's a sin. But committing the actual act of adultery would be worse than just the thought. They're both a sin, both send you to hell, but committing the actual action is going to be worse than the thought because you're committing it in person. 
Ariana asked, is saying God bless you after someone sneezes a sin? No, I don't see why it wouldn't. I don't see why it would be a sin. It came from, I think, when there was some plagues going on, like the Black Plague or something, and if someone sneezed, it was like almost like a prayer, like, oh, may God bless you, may God heal you of the sickness or the illness that you have. So it's a well-wishing thing. It's not. It's kind of like a prayer. It's a kind thing. I wouldn't say it's sinful. Okay. Ali Stock said, did the devil used to be good? Um, and can we have more details on him? We only have the details that God tells us in the Bible. The details are that he was a good angel that God created. He was a very high-ranking angel. But he then got proud. He wanted to overthrow God and said, God, I don't want you to be in charge. And so he starts a rebellion. One third of the angels follow after Satan. And so as a result, both he and the fallen angels then get kicked out of heaven, not into hell, but onto earth where they are currently. Most of them are currently in the earth. Only a small selection are already in hell. And on the earth, they're trying to tempt people, run amok, cause people to not hear the gospel. But on Judgment Day, that's when the devil will be thrown into hell, not to run it, but to be punished there by God. Nana asked, should we be afraid of Jesus' return? If you're an unbeliever, you should be. If you're a believer, it is the best day of your life. The best day of your life is not the day you get married. Not at all. The best day of your life is the day Jesus returns. Honestly, it really is. You can't wait for that. So are we to be scared then that he's of his return, we should be excited if we do trust that he died for our sins because that's the day we get to be with him in glory. Cameron asked, if we're reminded of every sin throughout our life, won't that take years or is it quick? <laughs> hey, haven't we got all eternity? <laughs> so not sure how long Judgment Day will last or if it's going to be speedy or slow. Do we have to watch other people getting judged first? We don't know. We'll find out once it happens. Yeah, and um, next question from Mario. If he went to heaven, why did he say when he, when he was risen, I have to go to my father? Because the father is in heaven. And so that is why he went to heaven when he died. I'm going to ask this one for you from Nana. How do we stop the fear of evangelism? So fear of sharing the gospel. Mm, well, a, a really good way is to know what to say, like knowing generally what to say to someone or how to do it, you know, what questions to ask that will be helpful. So getting training was like for me was like I would have never shared the gospel before I got training because I didn't know what to say. I'd be way too afraid. And so getting training from you can get training in the Discord if you ask for training and you get paired up with someone to teach you what to say and, you know, get a script and stuff. That's like, I feel like my number one tip, but other things is even when you know what to say, it could still be scary. Just realizing that what you're saying is like, it's tr like, it's true and it's, it's worth of their time. It's not like you're wasting their time or giving them something random, you're giving them a reasonable thing to believe in. And they, and even if they don't realize it, it's the most important thing that they could be thinking about right now. So, you know, not being afraid to like, you know, cause someone burden or anything. No, being like, no, this is what you need, even if you don't realize it. So I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you uh, hear this message. And um, yeah, also just knowing that no matter what happens with the chat, 
that seems like the Bible seems to suggest that you you know that God's God's word doesn't return void. It says so. It seems like to suggest like if you're sharing God's word, you shouldn't ever think oh like maybe that was a waste a waste of chat or that didn't really do anything. You're like no like literally no matter what happens, God's word is going to do something to bring Him glory, and um, also just seeing it, evangelism as like a good thing. Like if you I know I'm like rambling, but like if you have a hard time or have a hard chat, just you realize that that's actually building you up. That's actually making you um, building up your endurance. So see it as like training, you know, like, you know, like when you're playing a video game, maybe it's hard at first, but you're like getting better. And like, maybe you can see that it's kind of like a fun thing. Like you're actually getting trained up, you're feeling more stronger and that happens with, with hard chats. And so don't be afraid of having hard chats because it just will make you learn more about God. And so, yeah, that's what I'd say for fear and evangelism. Good tips, man. I like them. They're really good. So next question. Um, I guess we'll go with Cameron. I think is it just is it just one more question there? Um was it Mario's question that we're up to? I see like a bunch of on that. Oh or where do we see? Where? Um or oh, yeah, like Cameron. He says, like, oh, does it? There's a few does, there, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me just read this one out and see so you can answer it while I find the proper one. Cameron said, does it say that we'll judge angels on their judgment day? If that's true, why? Yeah, it does say, um, do you not know that we're going to judge angels? First Corinthians 5, it says that. So then can't you then trial trivial cases, like things that are happening in this life? Now, I don't think that means that, therefore, we're the judge who's going to be, like, pronouncing judgment upon the demons, but it's in a sense of us agreeing with Jesus. We agree that your judgment is right, Jesus, that what you've determined of the demons, that they should be thrown into hell, we agree with that. You've done exactly what's right. Okay. CR asked, um, Acts 2.38 mentions being baptized. So does that mean you have to be baptized to get into heaven? No, because Acts 2.38 is not saying how to get to heaven. It's saying repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. Not for to get, but for because of. Just like when you see a poster that says wanted for murder. We're seeing, what is that saying? A poster says means, wanted for murder. What does that mean? Um, Sorry, someone's vacuuming. So I'm like, I did, so can you ask the question again? When you see a poster that says wanted for murder, what is it saying? It means that person um, needs to be turned in to right. so, get punished. So not to be murdered, but he's wanted because he's murdered. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. right. So in the same way, when it says repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of sins, it's not to get forgiveness of sins, but because of the forgiveness of sins you've already got. Those people that he's preaching to had already come to believe in what Peter had said. They've been cut to the heart, trusted in Christ, and therefore the result is baptism, which is a public declaration of your faith. Okay. Ariana said, oh, well, she actually answered the question. Cameron answered his question, and then Mario. If Okay, now we got that one. Um, and then... Mario said, why did Jesus pray to God so to have his crucifixion removed? Because it showed that he was about to really go through pain and suffering and alienation from the Father. That it wasn't just some sort of 
illusion. He actually went through the pain. It's just fair enough that he would ask that if there's any other way, please let me let it happen another way. But if not, not my will, but your will be done, God. <laughs> yeah. Steph says new example for the word for. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I think that's the questions now, isn't it, uh, Wasim? Yeah, that's all of them. Cool. Hey, man, good job. Good job. Are you guys ready for some Bible trivia? Let's do a Bible trivia kahoot now. Okay, let's start this game. And we've got a choice of three. I'm going to ask, I'm going to get a poll for you guys in the chat. We've got three different modes that we can pick between. We can do uh, either treasure trove, where you get to collect the jewels, uh, the tallest tower, or the color kingdoms, which is basically where you've got castles and you've got to expand your base out. So which of those three modes, treasure trove, tallest tower, you've got to build a tower, or color kingdoms with the castle game? Let us know in the chat which one you'd prefer, and we can then play that. Hey, Ryan, have you tried? Is there like an option to put a poll on the chat? Yeah, I should actually. That might be easier. If I just put a... Where is that? That's... I think maybe, Steph, if you want to do that, can you do a poll? Not All right, sure. we, are get, we are getting some answers in. So we're getting some treasure trove, color kingdom. Alfie says the submarine one. I know, we want to win the submarine one at some stage, but it's just too hard without the communication between that one. You need a lot of communication. Okay, treasure, treasure. No one said the castle, the, uh, I mean, the tower one. So it looks like treasure trove. Maybe the one that people have selected most of. And all right, let's do it. Let's, let's do the treasure trove game. I'll select that here. Okay. So I'll share my screen. And you hear the noise any moment now. All right, the game pin today is 857-1668. Paste that link into the chat. So that you can simply press that link. It should be there right now. Uh, Zach says, I can put my point-and-click skills to good use. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You need a bit of aiming with this one. So this is a Bible trivia kahoot we're doing. It's What's going to happen is we're going to ask you some questions. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ask you a bunch of questions. And then you have to just answer them correctly. And then as you get three correct answers, you then collect get to collect the jewels that appear on your screen just make sure that you don't collect the trash don't collect the things that are not jewels but collect the jewels or the double point thing that sometimes appears on the screen sounds like a plan indeed all right people are joining in good to see so you got brody josh carlos Racim, Alfie, Sylvester, Senor, Noah, Yoshi, Miziel, Ariana, 
got Oli, Jovan, Nana, we got CL, Mario, Lil Duck, we got I'm Him, Senor Juan, and Kevin. You guys haven't joined in, now's your chance. And Malik says he's going to sit out because he's still learning about the Bible. Hey, I recommend playing because the question shouldn't be, hopefully it shouldn't be too hard. So you might learn because with this game, if you get something wrong, it'll bring it up later on again. And so it's actually a good way of learning. So don't be afraid. Even if you don't know much about your Bible, you'll learn through this style of Kahoot quite well. Yeah. Hey, cool. We got Abraham and then Abraham. Nice. Two different Abrahams there. Two different spellings. Uh, we got Yippie And also, hi, he's come on in. Christiana's here. <laughs> so, which one is the real Abraham? Sab's here as well. Oh, it's neither of them. Oh, that's funny. Okay, we're going to start in just a moment. So answer three questions correctly to collect treasure for your trove. To collect treasure, quickly tap the treasure as it flies by. And make sure to collect only the jewels and not the trash. Here we go, friends. We're going. Let's go. Three, two, and one. All right, so what's going to happen is that people are going to be answering questions on their own screen right now. And you're going to see these treasure chests fill up with treasure as they collect those jewels. Now, let me, for those who aren't playing on the game, I'll read out some of the questions so that you can answer them in your own mind, and I'll make sure I try and answer them as well for you. Well, but you can see some people getting some points already. So we've got CLs in the lead, Yo's in second, Brody, uh, wow, it's a mixture. Brody's in the lead at the moment. Senor Juan, Miziel, Wasim's up there as well. Good job of all of you. Okay. So I'll read out some of the questions that they're answering. How many commandments did God give Moses on stone tablets? Okay, you think about that for a moment. I'll ask you another one. What's the first book of the Bible? Where did Adam and Eve live? True or false? God commanded Moses to build an ark of gopher wood. Uh, next one. Which man did Jesus raise from the dead? What was the name of that man? All right, let's take an update on the scores, though. We can see Alfie's in the lead, Senor Kwan second, CL's third. The seems just got in top spot at the moment. Guys are all doing well. Josh is there in the lead now. This is a game where you can tell that the scores change very quickly as people answer questions and get things right and collect the treasures. Brody's very quick, though. Brody, you're doing well. And Senor Kwan is very quick in answering, too. Okay, now, let me do a couple more of those questions and I'll answer them for those who aren't playing but are just listening in. 
another one of the questions is, who was the earthly father of Jesus? What was his name? And there's also a question in, when Jesus fed the 5,000, how many baskets of food were left over? And what are the first three words in the Bible? Okay. Now let me just take the scoreboard again. Now CL's in the lead. Brody's second with Seam's third. We've got Lil Duck in fourth. And I'm him is he currently in fifth. Sav just came up. Well done, Sav. You're in second place right now. Yippee is now in third. Okay, people are collecting those treasures. If only we had as much zeal in wanting to store up treasures in heaven, right? <laughs> yes, that's what we want to do. Oh, Josh is in the lead right now. We'll see him second. Yoshi's now just in second place. Kevin's come up. See, these scores change very, very quickly, don't they? Now, let me answer some of those questions I, I asked you guys who aren't playing. How many commandments did God give Moses? Ten. Ten commandments. What's the first book of the Bible? Genesis. And the word Genesis actually means beginning. Where did Adam and Eve live? The answer would be Garden of Eden. True or false? God commanded Moses to build, build an ark of gopher wood. Answer? False. Moses wasn't commanded to build an ark. But Noah was. Well, that might have tricked up some of you. Okay, uh, which man did Jesus raise from the dead? That would be Lazarus. Who was the earthly father of Jesus? That would be um, Joseph. And how many baskets were left over? That would be 12. And the first words in the Bible were in the beginning. Okay, there is 30 seconds to go, 25 seconds to go. Let's see what happens here. We've got a little duck in the lead right now. Kevin's now in second. Josh is in third. And CL's in fourth. And Loveheart is in fifth. Anything can change. 15 seconds to go. What's going to happen these last 15 seconds? Little Duck is still holding the lead. Collect those gems, everyone. Go, go. Kevin just took over in second spot. Kevin just took the lead. No way. Josh getting him into fifth. I'm him came into third. Wow. Let's see the podium. Josh came into third spot. Well done, Josh. 28,000 points. Little Duck came into second. Top spot goes to... Kevin, out of nowhere, sneaking into top spot. Well done. Him came into fourth, and CL was in fifth position. This is a game where the tables can turn just like that. Oftentimes, whoever gets the last gems right before the time goes are the people who wins. <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys had some fun. Uh, playing some Bible trivia, but also collecting those jewels and competing against one another. It's all a bit of fun, isn't it? And hopefully you're growing in your knowledge of God. Now, did anyone get tricked on that question? Did God command Moses to build an ark of gopher wood? Yeah, Zach's nodding his head. Abraham, did you get tricked? He didn't. You didn't get tricked? Okay, what about in the chat? Let's see. Uh, yeah, Michelle, Michelle got tricked with that one. Hey, nice. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that.
All right. Well, uh, we are back on tomorrow. You might say, when are we back on? We're on tomorrow at 11 p.m. Eastern time. So it'd be great if you guys can join us. That's what, 10 p.m. Central. That's 9 a.m. Not 9 a.m. It's 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you have any more questions, bring them back tomorrow. We will make sure we answer a whole lot more questions tomorrow and we will do more Amigo chats and we've got another Kahoot game lined up for them too. If you guys haven't hit the subscribe and the bell, please do hit that. But now it's time for an outro question. Okay, so an outro question is where we ask you a random question about anything. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Have you guys got a suggestion of a question that we could ask everyone? Okay, Zach. Favorite place to eat out, fast food, fancy restaurant, whatever it is. Any place to eat that is not in your household, where is it? Okay, what's your answer to Zach's question? Favorite place to eat that's outside of your home? What restaurant? What would you say? Let us know in the chat. We want to hear your answers. And we'll get the team also to give us their answers as well. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Tricky one indeed. Maybe I would say I enjoy some KFC. Or maybe even a kebab. It's a goodbye from Ryan. Well, I'm next. Um, bye from Glenn. Man, that's a, such a great question. I love Little India. I love Dimitri Suvalaki. I love uh, Lone Star when I want a steak. But I think the number one would be, for me, KFC. Old school KFC. It's The quality's gone downhill over the last few years. Old school KFC. Zinger Works Burger Combo Upsize to Large with extra seasoning on the chips. And can I say it again? Extra seasoning on the chips. Bye for me. <laughs> um, um, I would probably do Nando's, but also any place with like steak and chips. Um, goodbye from Wasim, and I'm gonna choose McDonald's because it's not only because it's not because the food. There's probably other food, better food, but like in terms of the value, it's, it's uh, pretty good. So, yeah. Uh, goodbye from Zach. I would have to choose this place called Val's. I don't. I think there's only one of them, but they have really good burgers and like a lot of fries. So yeah, I can buy from Zach. Hmm, I think probably McDonald's or AW. I guess as the Aussies would say Maccas. <laughs> Anyways, it's the uh, Viper Hudson. I would have to say Zaxby's. It's like KFC, but you can also get uh boneless wings and it's pretty cheap. I love Zaxby's. Okay. Now, is that everyone? I'm just checking if that was everyone who's answered. That's cool. Good answers, everyone. And in the chat, some people said Nando's, uh, McDonald's, Chargill, Polo Loco, Chick-fil-A. Nice. 
Hey, thanks for your answers, everyone. We're going to see you tomorrow. Same, not same time, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully you guys can join us then. We love hanging out with you. So get into the word. Think about who you might be able to share the gospel with. And between now and tomorrow, go and serve your king. Thank you.